0: Welcome to PMR Unhinged and Happy New Year. Today we're going to talk about if this is going to be your year or if you're going to let it be like every other year before.
1: Do you know that actually statistically by the 15th of January that 80% of people have already failed on their New Year's resolutions?
0: Yikes, I believe it.
1: That's why I really don't like New Year's resolutions. I don't, I've never really made new year's resolutions but i do make goals
0: yeah i call them goals too well and i feel like um is like a a tinted word now because so many people fail at it that now it's just like oh yeah let's see if you actually do it i, but I agree. goals are more you know you don't ever tell someone you're not going to do your goal
1: right that's more concrete yeah you're 100 percent right i think resolutions almost there comes a level of expectation that you're Going to sacrifice it, or you're not going to to meet those resolutions. You yeah. know, I always hear people, "Oh, you know, Happy New Year." Oh, what are you, you know? What are you gonna do? And I'm like, mm, no, I really don't play that game. You know, I don't. I don't really need to make resolutions. Like I said, I make goals, but um, you know, I do that. I make goals throughout the whole year. So January of a new year really isn't anything different uh, yeah. to me than from like a July first. You know of the year so so we're talking about you know will this be your year although you know personally I don't make resolutions and you know but a lot of people do and maybe you believe in resolutions or you know maybe you take on our mindset where now is a good time and, and it is I always look at my goals at the beginning of the year and and think to myself okay you know what is going to be different about this year and really, if we look back and we just go back to resolutions, the reason that people don't succeed in their resolutions is is because, number one, they miss the number one thing that they really need to do, which is they didn't change their mind. They didn't work the, the resolution out in their mind. They didn't, you know, or goal or whatever you want to call it. They didn't see it clearly. They spoke it. They said, oh, well, this year I'm going to do such and such. Number one, they didn't put a deadline on it. So if they said, well, you know, this year I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars more this year, or let's just say $10,000 more this year. They didn't say by December, by December 31st of 20 whatever, right? Right. 2000 whatever year it is. They just said, I'm going to make $10,000. So th- there was nothing really. There was no emotional tag that they can really bring to it, right? So they they just speak these things. Or or let's say I'm going to lose fifty pounds. Okay, you're going to lose fifty pounds by when? Okay, you can say I'm going to lose fifty pounds by December. You know, by the end of this year. But then the next thing that you should be saying is is that well I'm going to lose four pounds every month right okay so at the end of january i will have lost four pounds or five pounds whatever it is right and really that's what you want to do is you want to bring that back and write what the goal is but you got to break it down you know by at least at the very least by the quarter
0: yeah i do quarterly Mm -hmm. break it down like i'll say my main goal and then i'll break it down into by March, I'll have this number, and then the next quarter, the next quarter.
1: Mm-hmm. Even when you break down the goals by quarter, you should at least have, you might write it down, you know, oh, this is my goal by the end of the quarter, but you really should still at least, at the very least, mentally think what that means by the end of January, what that means by the end of February, because often what happens is, is let's say, well, I'm going to make let's just say I'm going to make $30,000 by the end of this quarter. Right. And that would be $10,000 by the end of January, $10,000 by the end of February and $10,000 by the end of March. Right. But what a lot of people do is they just say, well, I will make 30 by the end of March. And a lot of people are procrastinators, especially like if you were like me, you know, when did I start working on my homework? the night before it was due (laughs) you know and I know someone else who was just like me yeah (laughs) me (laughs) so you know really what you want to do is because what happens is is that January passes and then let's say well you only made two thousand dollars right or three thousand dollars now you're behind now you're seven thousand dollars behind so you really can't give yourself any compromises you can't give yourself any outlets, right? So if if you miss it by $7,000, that means in February you have to make $17,000, right? So that becomes, you know, now all of a sudden, now, you know, now you start reaching a little, you know, some failure and failure is good. I, you know, I don't have anything against failure, but you start losing a little bit of hope and you start, you know, getting down on yourself. And now all of a sudden, now let's say you made $5,000, right, in, in February. Well, now, March, you have to make such an absorbent amount just to reach your $30,000 goal that it's, you know, not that it can't be done, but it just becomes harder. And so I really believe in, sure, have the quarterly goal, have the semi-annual goal, but break it down. Break it down by the month, you know, even break it down by the week. Because if you break it down by the week, let's say, in your type of world or your type of work, you have to say to yourself, okay, how many leads am I going to have to have in order to get X amount of closings this month in order to meet $10,000 in revenue, in, in income, right, in commissions or whatever it is. You know, if it could be 20000 a month, it could be whatever, right. 50000 a month. Um, you know, it all depends on what the goal is. So, you know, I really believe in that really breaking it down. Next thing is is you have to have the right attitude. If you drag the same old self from last year into the new year, you're going to get the same old results. You're not going to get new results because again, you didn't work on your mind. You didn't change your mind. You have to have to first change your mind in order to change your life it goes back to the very first podcast we've ever done it's the mind right you have to build it within your mind first you have to clearly see it you have to clearly feel it you have to truly believe it that you can do it right so you know attitude is everything and and really you know what i would say is dress for the job you want not the one you have you know when i first started working in the corporate world you know i really thought that i was gonna be the CEO of these big corporations, you know. I mean, I just I truly believe that. Your mom actually had a big part in that because she would always say, you should be running the place. You should be running the the corporation. You should be the president. You should be the CEO. And I was too young and dumb to think otherwise that I actually really started believing that I should be the CEO. And guess what? I started dressing like the CEO. Everybody would always you know, comment on what I would wear. And like, well, how can you always wear, you know, a suit and tie, and you know, you don't have to wear that. And I'm be like, because one, I'm, I'm dressing for the job I want.
0: It's better to be overdressed than underdressed.
1: Well, guess what? By doing that, I got noticed by the higher ups, by the VPs, the executive VPs. All of a sudden, you know, now they're they're looking at me. I'm standing out. You know, but I didn't only stand out in, in... when I say dress for the job you want, not the one you have. I don't really truly mean it as far as clothes, although I did use that. I really mean in, in your attitude, right? You have to actually, if if you want to be building some, you know, seven-figure company by the end of the year, you have to start thinking like someone who has already built a seven-figure company by, you know, that that's already living it, and and has already realized it. You have to walk like them. You have to feel like them. You have to believe that you are that person. So the attitude is extremely, extremely important. And, and the next thing I would say is negative self-talk is the surest road to mediocrity. We talk to ourselves all day long. And you just, uh, before we actually started this, yeah. you said something and what did I say?
0: Don't say that, I switch said, it around. I
1: said, stop, don't say that. Don't ever say the negative. Things happen. Crap happens to everybody, right? Things happen. They just happen. But what you can say is, okay, what am I supposed to learn from this? Oh, this is this is actually working for me, not against me.
0: It takes a lot of um, self-discipline because no matter what, you're gonna you're gonna mess up. You're gonna say yes. something. You're gonna mess up, even though you have the goal to be have a better mindset. You're gonna catch yourself slacking, and all it takes is just to readjust. It's a right. lot of readjusting every year. It doesn't matter what. If you have goals, you're constantly readjusting. Don't not that you need to readjust the goals, but you need to readjust maybe how you're getting to them.
1: Right. Well, I think that in the case of self negative talk, you know, the second you say something that's self negative, say, Nope, I didn't mean that and then change it right. and say, This is actually what it means. Yeah. You know, because you your subconscious doesn't understand what's negative or what's positive positive. and most people are always focusing on what they don't want rather than focusing on what they do want and so the more you focus on what you don't want guess what your subconscious says oh okay i have the instructions I have the flight plan, so this is the direction we're going. And guess what? Subconsciously, you start moving in a direction, in the direction that you don't want to go. And then that's why most people end up in a place that they don't want to be. And what do they say when they get there? Of course, here I am. Of course this would happen to me. Well, sure. Look in the mirror. You made it happen. You know? It's not because you have horrible luck and it's not because the world is, is against you. It's not. The world is there to work for you, but you have to understand that you have a supercomputer behind those two eyes and between those two ears that you're not utilizing correctly. You have to use that supercomputer the correct way so that you can start getting results that you want. I know. I When I'm sitting here talking to you about this, it's a constant battle. We always are going to be battling that, but now I don't battle it as hard. Now, if something negative comes into my mind, I immediately try to turn it away and say, this is where I'm going. I refocus quickly on, nope, this is the direction I want to be. You know, think, you know, if, if Thomas Edison would have not had a clear vision and, and focus on where he was going, we might be still lighting candles today, right? Right. So, you know, he failed, they, you know, there's all kinds of different numbers. I hear 10,000, sometimes 7,000, I mean, whatever it is, let's say it's 10,000 times. And when they went and asked him and they said, you know, you, you, you have failed 10,000 times. What kept you going? He said, I didn't fail 10,000 times. I learned 10,000 things that didn't work. I learned 10,000 ways of how not to create the light bulb, right? And then eventually he found the right way. You know, that's kind of like failure, right? Failure and quitting. And those two are close neighbors, right? Because failure can't really exist without quitting. If you don't quit, you haven't failed. Yeah. You just keep going, right? You, you realize and you learn and you keep learning what doesn't work. But the second you quit, okay, well then that's when failure
0: exists.
1: I agree. So, you know, again, you have to have the right attitude. You can't have the self negative talk. You have to, you know, always have that mental strength to be that person that you want to be. You know, it's there's this you know, story I heard and the story is, is that this guy, he, you know, was really failing in school and such. He just, he was not very good in school. He was kind of, you know, he didn't really go to school. He just barely turned in. He just did the very, you know, minimum that he could to try and basically just get out of school. Well, he was in high school, and so it came to be that he, they all took the SAT. He took the SAT, and when he got his results back, he got like a 1400, which is very good.
0: Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's
1: extremely good, right? I mean, it's extremely high, you know? And so his mom, I guess, eventually asked him and said, did you cheat because there's no way that you... He's like, no, I didn't. He's like, I even tried to cheat. I couldn't because, you know, the way it was, I just couldn't, I couldn't cheat. So I did not cheat. Well, you know, he then, you know, started thinking, wow, I really am very smart. So guess what? He's like, I better start going to class because that's what people who are very smart do. He started going to class. He started doing all of his homework. The teachers looked at him differently and said, "Well, maybe we missed the boat on this kid. He really is smart." So they started treating him differently, right? He started acting differently. He started acting—he's like he started acting like the person those the, the SAT results that he got, right? He started saying, "Well, I'm a I'm a 1400. You know, I'm I'm very high up on the SAT scale." And so all of a sudden, he did very well. Next thing he went to, I think it was a community college, he got into some community college, then he went to a a different college and then eventually he went to an Ivy League, you know, I think it was Harvard or something like that, went into an Ivy League school, graduated from Ivy League with the top honors and and everything and eventually created a huge company, making him and, and himself and his family extremely wealthy. Well, 12 years down the road, they sometimes do you know, reviews. So the SAT board did some reviews and he ended up getting a letter and the letter came back and said, you were one of 13 people that unfortunately received the incorrect test results. Your SAT score was actually 700, which is horrible. (laughs) That's
0: a good story.
1: But you know, when they asked us, what changed your life? And he said, believing believing that I was that person, I started acting like that person. I became that person. And now, you know, he's completely, he was completely successful and such and such. Now, I don't know if that's a true story. I heard that story. That's a good story. But, you know, from what I understand, it is a true story. And and I can tell you that I've seen how that happens so many different times. I've seen it happen with my children. I've seen it happen, you know, let's take for instance, Megan. That girl could never get off a ski lift. She, yeah. every time we were getting off the ski lift, it was a yard sale. <laughs> I mean, just all over the place. She would be rolling, doing somersaults down off the off the lift, right? They'd always have to shut it down <laughs> and everything. And so what would we do? We'd go down the hill and when we'd get back in line. And as we were going up, she would sit there and say, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going to fall. I'd say, Megan, stop. Do not say that. Turn it around. And so from the very beginning at the very bottom of the hill, I said, I want you to say, I can get off. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get off the lift perfectly. And so all the way up on the next one, that's all she kept saying. I said, I don't care and i could tell that she didn't believe it in the very beginning but i kept making her say it more and more you know with with more and more intensity right and so we got up there and i was thinking i'll be honest i was thinking oh boy here we go <laughs> another yard sale but you know what she didn't perfect got off the lift perfectly and you know what from that point forward she always did she just didn't she just needed to believe that she could right and that goes so for so many different stories in our lives i see so many different people that are like, oh, well, my parents grew up poor, my parents are poor, therefore I'm poor. I can't do anything. Well, no, you're right, because you don't believe that you can. You have to believe that you can actually do this. And I will tell you, anyone can do whatever they want. Again, I'm sitting here, I'm talking to you about this, but I'm also talking to myself. I haven't reached the, you know, level that I wanna reach either. So I have to constantly keep working and doing all this myself. Now, I've reached some really good levels and and I could sit there and be like, okay, well, you know, I'm just gonna sit back and, and be comfortable. But that's If you're not
0: growing, you're dying.
1: That's exactly right. If you're not growing, you're dying. And and comfort destroys what? Dreams, right? Comfort destroys dreams. If you have big dreams and then one day you start getting comfortable, it destroys your dreams because you'll stop going, you know? So you're either moving forward or moving backwards. There is no such thing as standing still. So you constantly want to be moving forward towards your goals and your dreams. So, you know, the next thing I would say is plan. You have to have a plan. You know, again, a lot of the things that we're talking about today is things that we've spoken about before. but if you really want to simplify it, if you really want to make this year your year, then you have to make some changes today. You can't, like I said before, you can't drag your old self into the new year. So the next thing is have a plan. You know, do you have a plan for this year? Have you written it out? Or is it somewhere in the shadows of your wish list? You actually have to write it out. Write out your goals because when you start writing them, that does something to the subconscious. It actually starts, whoa. Your subconscious says, oh, whoa, okay. Because when you're writing it, what are you doing? You're mm-hmm. seeing it. You're kind of seeing it, right, in your subconscious. And that's how many people's subconscious works, right? They're seeing it in the mental part of their vision, right? They're not actually seeing it you know, with their eyes, but they're seeing it. And a lot of people would call that the third eye. I don't, I don't really like that, but you know, I, it's just your subconscious. It's your mental vision that is actually seeing it. So, you know, that's what you want to do. You want to write it out. You know, if you have a plan, then here's what I would say. Can you recite it without referring back to the paper copy? I can. Good. Because if you're just writing it out, but you really don't know it and understand it, then you wrote it out. Your subconscious says, okay, great. But it's like everything else. If you're not visiting it daily, then your mind forgets about it. And now you start slipping back into old patterns, old ways. And next thing you know, you're getting same old results. Wake up. This is not rocket science. This is all easy stuff. But the problem is no one does it. Well, not true. The people who reach their dreams and goals, they do this. This is the the recipe. This is the recipe. Follow the recipe. If you want to make chocolate chip cookies and you just go in the kitchen and start throwing anything in a bowl and start mixing it are you gonna get chocolate chip cookies? No. How are you gonna get chocolate chip cookies? By
0: following a recipe.
1: You're gonna follow the recipe. You're gonna say put a little bit of flour in, put milk in, put the chocolate chips in, put the mix in, whatever right? Bake on you know whatever for 20 minutes and then you get the cookies. This is the same thing. This is this is decades of me studying wealthy people, what they do and how they got the results they got, you know, your mom and I would always drive by because we would always, you know, go look at houses <laughs> and we would always drive by Cherry Hills or, you know, we'd go into Castle Pine Village, you know, we would always go to where the big Genesee, you know, always where the big homes, we'd go to, you know, Vale, Aspen. And we would always say, what do those, pe- what do those people do that they have that, you know? Yeah. And so you you have to really start, you know, asking the right questions, start looking at it and and start moving in that direction, right? So after you have a plan, your plan's all written out, you're looking at it daily, you know, actually morning and night, every morning you wake up, every night before you go to bed. I know some people that are extremely, extremely, extremely wealthy and they write their plan out, their goals every morning and they write them every night before they go to bed. And I'll tell you right now, the, the people that I've read about that do that and, and some of the ones that I know that do it, they are very wealthy. We're talking hundreds of millions wealthy.
0: Mm, I'm gonna start that.
1: So, you know, again, if, if it works for more than one, do it. I mean, why would you not, right? So the next thing is vision now that you have a plan, you know, you can clearly see it as though it has already come true. Right? You've written it out. You're writing your goals out. You're putting them down. And you... What's the thing you do? Envision it. That's right. It's Envision it. them. And actually like it's actually real today that you're just writing out what your life is. You can actually see it, feel it, right? So you have to, have to do these things and, and I would tell you the biggest thing is, is if you can put emotion to your goals watch out if you can add some emotion to it then you become almost unstoppable
0: is it emotion equals motion or motion equals emotion
1: well motion well both
0: i think that means like physical wise like your the right. motion of your body equals the way because you it feel. it
1: can it can be both now if you yeah. want to change your emotion yeah then change your motion right 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 Right. so you know if if you're down in a slump or whatever what are you doing if you're depressed what are you doing you're looking down you're breathing shallow you're thinking of all the bad things and it but if you want to change that what's the best way to change it
0: change your Motion
1: change your motion that your
0: physiology
1: that's right. Change your physiology, look up, take deep breaths, stick your chest out. You're
0: talking more about the like the emotion or whatever. Like when you get your heart broken, you felt that, so you remembered the day that it happened, you remembered every detail of it because you had an emotional tie to it. So if you tie your emotion to your dream that you have or your goals that you have. You'll feel it more, which means you'll
1: go do it more. Right, but I would so, say in a, in a positive way, right? Obviously, you don't want to. Yeah, think I don't of know
0: a, why I said
1: that. Right. Uh, necessarily of a heartbreak, although I will tell you Just that some example. Some people use heartbreak to go and fuel themselves to reach you know their goals. You know, all of a sudden, like a lot
0: of people do that.
1: A girl broke up, but it, it's not it's not long standing, yeah. right? You can't continue to do that forever. You know, I know a lot of times, especially with young people, and. You know that's who often we're talking to is when you're in high school and let's say you're walking home you think that all the people in your in your school are somehow watching you or driving by you and looking at you right Mm -hmm. you know they're all driving their cars brand new cars or whatever and you're walking home and in your mind you're always thinking I'm being watched right now like they have some kind of you know magic mirror that they yeah. can look in no matter where they're at and see and actually see you walking and actually know what you're thinking.
0: Everyone's thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about you.
1: They're not thinking about you, you know, but that's that's how powerful the mind is, you know, is is that you're constantly moving in that type of direction. You're constantly absorbing your mind with that type of thing. And you know, as you get old, I mean, even when you're at home, right? You're thinking, "Oh, well, you know, the, the girl I like or the guy I like or whatever, you know, maybe, you know, if I walk outside, they're going to just happen to be driving by or, you know, they can somehow see you and it's just so ridiculous, right? yeah
0: that's definitely like a high school thing.
1: But if you can actually use that and instead start refocusing that on exactly where you want to go and focus on exactly what you want, you'll find that you'll start moving in that direction a lot faster forget about what anybody is thinking about you
0: yeah I just saw this picture of Michael Phelps and some other swimmer and Michael Phelps is like looking at up uh, in front he's only focused on himself and the swimmer neck and then lay next to him is looking at him like as yep. he's coming out of the water and he loses but Michael Phelps Won, won, obviously.
1: Like one, like he won by like one hundredth yeah. of a second or something like that. It was something crazy. Because
0: he was focused on himself. Maybe if that guy wasn't looking at what Michael was doing, you know, he well, could have won. But
1: I, It's so funny because your mom and I were just talking about that exact picture really. just literally a couple of days ago. But um, what I would say is he wasn't focused on himself. He was focused on his outcome. Yeah. He was focused on what he wanted. He couldn't see any other swimmers next to him because all he could see is getting to that wall to touch it as fast as he could, right? To stop the clock. Meanwhile, was it Locke? I can't remember. I think his name was Locke or something like that. I have no idea. The guy in the next aisle. He was watching Phelps. Mm -hmm. And that goes for like even what Michael Jordan has said, right? I don't compete with anybody. I compete with myself. And, And that's so true. If you stop trying to compete with everyone else and you just start competing with yourself to be better yourself then you will find that you can change your life. I don't care if you're a, if you clean horse crap from stables, if you go in there with the attitude that you're gonna be the best damn horse stable cleaner there is, you will eventually find that you get noticed. You will eventually find that you start climbing up. People start noticing you and high performers, other high performers, are typically the ones that notice you right and what do they do very often they reach back they reach down and help you get to the next level because what they're looking at is if he can do that great cleaning crap in a horse stable I'm gonna bet he can be even better doing XYZ right and what does that do for them it helps them so they bring you up a little bit then you start doing the exact same thing Again, what did I always tell you guys when you were young? I don't care what you do.
0: I just told Nicholas the other day, if you're a janitor, you be the best damn janitor there is. That
1: there ever was. Mm -hmm. you be the best that there ever existed. That's right. I used to tell you that over and over again. It doesn't matter. Be the best because that's how you, let's say you're a janitor and you absolutely hate it. (laughs) But you know what? Let's say you go in every day and you're the best damn janitor that ever existed. You'll get out of it faster. You won't be there very long, right? You'll Mm -hmm. get to the next level. And the thing is, is if you're going in every day, you're focused on just being the best, but you're also focusing on where you wanna be. Maybe you wanna be the, you know, person running, purchasing or whatever, whatever it is. And you keep focusing on that, you'll get there.
0: I think a lot of it is just minding your own business, honestly. Not like, like minding your own business and your goals everyone's always trying to watch other people's goals or watch oh they're doing this they're doing that mm-hmm. just mind your business
1: yep mind your business and and quit minding theirs yeah because it doesn't matter you know what someone else is doing you're not you know and that's why instagram is so you know that's why i hate instagram and facebook because yeah. what it what does it do all you're doing is wasting your time but it's kind of like Instagram, Facebook. You're watching all these people driving their fancy cars and driving all their stuff that they show off. Meanwhile, you're sitting there doing nothing to get yours. Stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. It doesn't matter. You're supposed to exploit it, not consume it. Right. Use it for your benefit. In other words, if you're starting an online business or something like that, then you're, you're using it and you know, getting customers rather than sitting there consuming
0: Right, like don't like scroll through it, but post to it your product or whatever. Your product, right? Yeah. And
1: don't just post your selfies, because that's not. Your I really... post
0: selfies sometimes. Sometimes you gotta look good to do your job. Yeah. If you don't look legit.
1: Okay, I I agree. I guess
0: it depends on your profession because.
1: I agree. You, you're you're right. You're right on
0: that. You gotta look legit. Well, when but you then show but the then you're really not consuming
1: it. You're using it.
0: Right. Right.
1: You know. So I guess I guess what I'm saying is don't sit there and be posting all your Ferraris and, you know, your, all your stuff, you know, because now yeah, you're I'm just like, there, Dad, yeah. post it, post <laughs>
0: it. Who cares? Yeah, It's just, just showing your success. It's
1: no one cares about your success.
0: So no posted. one cares about your
1: success more than you. But
0: the you cool know? thing is though, also is like, it's cool to look back on it too.
1: It is. It yeah. is kind of cool to look back and say, Oh, wow. You know, look at that. But most people you know it's even like I said when you first start out and you're really trying to move in a direction and even this goes for our topic today which is you're trying to get have your resolution no one's rooting for you you know That's
0: true no and, one really is and worried.
1: and when I say that I mean even your closest friends and very often sometimes even your family they're not rooting for you you know because most people don't have a winning mindset they have a losers mentality mm-hmm. and so you know if they see you succeed they feel like they're losing. It's a it's a you know win-loss situation for them. So, you know, if you, they see you reaching your goals and they haven't reached any goals, you know, it's a direct reflection on them that makes them feel about like crap about themselves because you're doing something and they're not. And so it kind of holds them accountable. It's like, okay, well what were you doing? Because I made it and you didn't, right? So it really is one of those things where they just—they may verbally say that they're happy for you, but most of the time you can read between, and you can see who really is happy for you, and you can really see the ones that aren't.
0: Well, like I said, no one—everyone is just so—they only care about themselves. That's exactly right. It goes, goes
1: back—it goes back to the high school thing. No one was thinking about you then. Yeah. No one cared. They—they—they they, they might have actually driven by you as you were walking home, and they never even saw you. Nope. Because they were just only thinking of themselves anyway, you know. So the last thing in, in, in how to make your year the best year you've ever had is what? What would you say is the, the next thing? Uh,
0: taking action.
1: That's right. Taking action. Action has to be part of it. You can't sit there and, you know, look at your, or write down your goals every night, write them down every morning, envision it. That's all great. All that stuff is, is great. But unless you actually do something, then you're not going to get there, right? It's not going to just fall in your lap. A lot of people just think that, you know, well, if they think about it, well, it's just all of a sudden going to happen one day. you know, a lot of people like, oh, well, I want to be wealthy. So I'm going to play the Powerball. (laughs) What are the chances? What are the chances are that you're going to win the power? Zill. There are no chances. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. Therefore, you're never gonna be wealthy if that's how the only thing that you're focused on. The better thing would be is what can I do to provide more value and create something for people that they actually want or need that I can then fill that need and become wealthy that way. That, right. That's a better way to do it that way than to sit there and be like, I'm gonna win the
0: Powerball. I guess it depends on how bad you actually want to be wealthy. You're willing to throw it up in the air, play the Powerball, which is never gonna happen, or you want it bad enough to where you actually go do something.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. But that, doesn't it go for everything? It goes for everything that you want. Oh, I want to have the best body I've ever had this year. Okay, well, again, you have to take some kind of action, right? There has to be some kind of action.
0: And some kind of change. And change means to cut off from, to re... Is, doesn't it? Is that, is that change?
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying. What's the other word? I uh, think it's change. It's, changed. it's, it's actually a decision. Off. Decision. The, the Latin root of the word decision is to cut off from.
0: Okay, yeah. So not change, decision.
1: So when you make a decision, that means you're cutting off something, right? Yeah. You're no longer going to be going down the road that you've been going. You've made a decision to now hook a right. Right. And stop going down the road that you were and start doing things differently and make a change, right? So, you know, along the lines of what you were thinking. So, you know, really, again, it all starts in the mind. You have to see it, you have to believe it, you have to feel it, but you, at the end, you have to take some kind of action towards it. You have to do the work, you know? So, you know, and the next thing is, is once you clearly envision your desired outcome, you have to look at it and say, what am I willing to do today? What am I gonna do today? Because if you don't do something today, good luck doing anything tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It means you didn't really make a decision. You didn't make the decision. You just, you're just going to do the same old crap that you did every other day. And guess what? You're going to drag your old self from last year into this year. And December 31st is going to come along. And you're going to look back and you're going to say, damn it, nothing changed. I'm in the exact same place I was last year. Or worse, you're in a worse place. Than you were last year. People, I don't understand. I see so many people, they do the same damn thing over and over and over again. And then they ask, I don't get it. Why, why can't these things happen? Why? You didn't make a change. You keep doing the same damn thing that you've done every year before. You're insane. Yep. You're literally the definition of insanity. You keep doing the same damn thing.
0: Expecting a different
1: outcome. There you go. So, you know, the, the thing is, is like, you know, what sacrifices are you willing to make? Are you going to make any sacrifices or are you just going to, you know, oh, I'm going to build this business, you know, one time off or when I'm not at work, I'm going to build this, let's say online business or whatever business it is. Okay. What are you going to sacrifice? Or are you going to come home after work? You're going to eat dinner and you're going to grab the remote and you're going to turn on the Netflix or you're going to grab your phone and start flipping through Instagram. You're not even willing to sacrifice. So what makes you think you're going to get anywhere? You have to have clear focus. You have to be focused intently on where you want to go. If you want to start some business, you have to start clearly thinking about it. You know, I I worked in a corporation, but for some reason I always knew I wanted to own my own businesses. I always did. And so I would sit at my desk at home for hours on end researching and reading and You know, in many cases, kind of pretending like I had my own business. Like I could see people coming in and out of my office, you know, talking to me. There was no one there. (laughs) It was just me, you know, but I can envision this, you know, until one day all of a sudden, you know, I did. I had a a big company that I had built. And it was weird because you get these deja vu moments, right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, people are like, oh, I had deja vu. Well, you had, I don't know if you really had deja vu. It's just that you were intently thinking about something maybe years ago. And now all of a sudden, it, you know, it actually happened. And now you think it was deja vu. Well, no, it was actually that you had put that programming into your subconscious, your subconscious eventually made it happen. And now you're well, whoa, cause you get the same feelings, you get the same intensity, right? And you're like, Whoa, wow. There it is. So be intentional about where you're trying to go.
0: It's one of my main goals this year: is to be more intentional.
1: You have to be intent. You have to focus. See it clearly. Believe. Believe it. To know? be
0: intentional with everything.
1: There you go. If you
0: want a passionate life, you need to be intentional.
1: Well, you do. You know, a lot of people just float through life. Yep. They just float through life, taking whatever life gives them. Mm-hmm. And again, then a lot of times they're miserable. They're unhappy. And what's sad is, is that most people don't understand that they actually have the power. All the power resides in within all of us to make your life and change your life to whatever you want it to be.
0: Yep. Power and hard work. That's the, that's what makes everyone stop though is the hard work mm-hmm. and consistency.
1: Well, and a lot of people, they start doing well, they start moving down a road and then guess what steps in comfort? Self-sabotage.
0: S- self-sabotage.
1: self-sabotage is always, it's, you're going to always see it. You're doing well. You know, you're like, oh, okay, let's say like an alcoholic. You know, he's doing well. He hasn't touched any drinks. He's like, well, it's been two weeks. Oh, just one beer won't hurt. I've earned it. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Or, or let's say you're building a business. Oh, well, I've earned it. You know, I've worked so hard. I've actually, you know, now I actually have a business and actually I've made a couple sales. It's okay if I just watch TV tonight. No, it's not. No, it is not. You can't. Or let's say, oh, my goal was to save, you know, ten thousand dollars in three months. And let's say now you've hit nine thousand dollars, nine thousand five hundred dollars you've saved towards your investing fund, right? Oh, you know, I, I deserve a handbag. You know, I deserve, I deserve these new shoes. You know, oh, that suit. I, I kind of deserve it. No, you don't. You don't deserve it.
0: Set your goal later. Once you hit ten, then be like, "Okay, I'm gonna get to twelve, and then I'm gonna buy myself." If you this.
1: did, if you did ten in the first quarter, then you should be saying, "I'm gonna do twelve in the second quarter." But if I hit fourteen, I'll go ahead and buy.
0: Yeah.
1: The handbag, or I'll go buy the suit, or I'll go buy the shoes, the fancy shoes, or I'll go buy the fancy watch, or whatever. But what I, I, I don't really...
0: buy myself anything. I,
1: no, you, don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't. You know, I'd really say give up on all that stuff give up on the stuff like I I could have bought a lot of fancy things my early 30s and I just I just couldn't get myself to do it see
0: don't you wish sometimes you would have spoiled yourself just a little bit
1: no no I'm glad I didn't really because I feel like I've gotten you know a lot further by not doing those things I I I feel like if I would have done that maybe then then I wouldn't be where I'm at today because I would be like oh it's nice and I got I got comfortable
0: See, my quote goal is to have once I have extreme amount of passive cash flow Mm -hmm. where I'm not having to do anything, then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to actually buy myself stuff. Because I won't even buy myself a new pair of jeans. And like I need to buy myself a new pair of jeans. Well, I
1: think think one of the best goals that anyone can make is let's say that you look at all your expenses and let's say your expenses are $4,000 a month. I think the best goal for anybody to do is start and say, Okay, I'm gonna pick one bill. Let's say it's your car, and let's say your car payments $500 a month, and you're meeting all your bills, you're making enough to save and keep saving. It really, I would say is the best thing to do is, is put the money away, make the investment, and say, I'm gonna get to the point where I'm making at least $500 a month in cash flow, passive passively. cash flow, right? There's many different things. I've told you guys before, I've told you, there's many different things that you can get involved in, different groups, different clubs, different. I mean, there's so much out there. I I mean, I can't even tell you. There's other companies on the internet now like Realty Mogul. That's where you can sometimes go in and invest, you know, on different projects by putting in $5,000 sometimes. Then every three months they pay you a little bit back. Well, guess what? It gives you the motivation to keep building on that and keep building and keep building. Or maybe you go and finally you're able to buy yourself a condo, right? Mm -hmm. And you're living in a condo and let's say you live in it for six months or a year and now you rent it out. Now you rent that out and then you go buy another town, you go buy a town home, let's say, right? And now let's say that condo is making you maybe a couple hundred bucks a month. Well, there's a couple hundred bucks a month that you didn't have before. Are there risks? Sure. But, you know, I was talking to someone the other day and, they said, Well, you know, I just don't want to take any risk, and that's why I'm just keeping everything in cash. I said, You're taking the biggest risk of all. Yeah, no doubt. In my opinion, you're you're literally taking the biggest risk of all because you're risking everything on the dollar. You're risking and, and what are they doing? They're printing so much of it, they're just literally I mean, they're not even printing, they're just adding numbers to a computer, just like boop.
0: Yeah, Dollar Tree went up to dollar twenty-five.
1: Right. Inflation. That's right? Sad. So you're literally taking the biggest risk of all when you're sitting there and say, well, I'm just going to keep everything in cash. Well, you're literally t- risking it all on the dollar and you're saying inflation isn't going to happen. Well, we know inflation is here. It is happening and it's happening in a big way. So when you're sitting there and keeping everything in cash before you know it, that, that's why you've heard Robert Kiyosaki say savers are losers, mm-hmm. right? You've heard him say that savers are losers. And really what he's saying is, is if you're just saving money to save it and save it in cash, you're losing because mm-hmm. inflation's going to going to erode that money down to nothing. You have to, you, today you have to be an investor. You know, a lot of people say, well, m- money, money is money, but what is money? Does anyone really even know what money is? You know, if, if, if I'm sitting here holding a hundred dollar bill, what is that? It's, it's just, Nothing anymore. it's paper, right? It's just, it's a piece of paper, but really it's, it's debt money is debt because the government is saying, well, that's worth X amount, right? It's, it's debt. So you have to take that dollar that, or that, that paper money, and you have to put it in things that will increase in value and better, not only increase in value but pay you dividends every month or pay you cash flow, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing as dividends. So anyway, this year can really be anything you want it to be, but you have to focus and you have to start working hard now. If if we're already a couple days into the new year, and if you're three, four days into the new year, you're already kind of late. So you have to start really focusing and really start taking the action and start moving in that direction. And what I'll tell you is every day counts. Every day counts. If you have a bad day, then make sure the next day that you make that day twice as good.
0: Hold yourself accountable.
1: That's right. It's, again, like what we were talking about with Michael Jordan. So, you know He competes with himself. And when he sits there and says, I had a bad day, so guess what? He's going to work twice as hard the next day to make sure that the third day is even better than the last two. Yep. So, uh, again, make it, make it the best year that you can and focus on the outcome that you desire. Focus on what you want. Do not focus on what you don't want. Do not let self-negative talk come into your mind. Absolutely do not, it's poison. If I can tell you anything, it's poison. Don't let it come in there. You must wipe it away as fast as you can. And you will see, listen to this over and over again. Listen to it a few times and you will see by the end of March, you will have made some good improvements. Good things. Good things will just happen. And you'll be like, wow, that was easy. Yeah. Now start doing it more intently, right? With more intensity, with more intention. And you'll be amazed at what it, things will be happen for you by December 31st of this year. So thank you for uh, listening in and uh, thank you for joining us today. And hope this helps. Again, if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have input criticism, feel free to, to drop us a DM or drop us an email. We're always here, and we always are welcome we always welcome those comments.:
0: Bye.